Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. ESPN Radio. What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. Coulter Nuanas coming to you through the Northwest Motorsport Studio. You're listening to Nuanas now. Thanks to Northwest Motorsport for their continued support of us here at ESPN Radio. You can find the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest by visiting nwmsrocks.com. Missed anything in the first hour? It was the Montana Football Hour. Big Sky Conference questions, an interview with Bronson Henriksen of Polson, who's an incoming Montana defensive lineman, and an explanation on equivalency, roster equivalency, and why it affects transfers across the Big Sky Conference and across the FCS. The Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by the M Store. If you want to dress like the Grizz, get a bunch of fun Grizz gear, go check out the M Store's new location, downtown Missoula. The Nuanas Now podcast, also presented by Sportsbet Montana, kiosks all across the great state to place your sports bets on a variety of different competitions. Podcast also presented by The Advocates, reminding, that you, reminding you that you deserve an advocate. And presented by the Montana State Bookstore, who's doing a cool thing. They are uh, taking any and all proceeds and reinvesting to make the textbooks cheaper for the kids. So that's uh, that's cool. You know, something that you always worry about for uh College students is the the cost of textbooks, so they're, they're doing their best to keep prices down. So thanks to all of those great sponsors for being on top of and a, a, a bo- on board with the Nuanas Now podcast. Special edition here on a Monday. We've never done this before. It must be a Monday because Carolyn's wearing real clothes. Dressed up nice and fancy. No, That's right. No workouts, no midday dog walking. I'm doing yoga at lunch. Nice. Is this the hot yeah, yoga? Yeah, hot yoga. I got to sweat out everything I did over the 4th of July. Mm. And Seems to work better for you than most people. Mm, I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> You're telling people your age last week, bragging it up. Hey, I'm happy <laughs> to be alive. And she's showing people herself on the internet. 
under the auspices of Chick Does No Sports, we got a new Instagram, so go check it out. It is a Chick Does No Sports here on ESPN Radio. Our good friend Carolyn joining us. Yeah, I only have 47 followers. Can we? That's a lot up for this, please? like the beginnings. I mean, it's it? been a week, but I, I need to see some more followers, guys and girls. Yeah, I mean, I think you just got to go do the follow, follow to get follows. I thing. know, I know. I'll learn. I'll follow. learn this Instagram. At my old age, it's very hard. Oh my gosh. I got our Skyline Sports up to like 820 followers. I know. I'm We're so getting impressed. There. We're getting there. Why don't you promote me on that? We are. Oh, we good. will. Cross okay. promotion. A lot of funny content. You were posting something about LeBron James Oh my and gosh. Like, yes. So I was laughing at myself because I posted this video of LeBron. He packed his own little healthy snacks for a basketball <laughs> game. And I was Canadian. like, oh, he's so cute. And then I realized if that was Tom Brady, I would have been like, what a douche. He packs yeah. his own snacks. Yeah. Amazing how that works. I know. But anyway, so speaking of basketball. What's I, the difference between LeBron James and Tom Brady? I feel like LeBron James is less egotistical. Is he? To me, he is. I... This is actually uh, conflicting in my own brain because I've long thought that LeBron James is one of his biggest hangups from being as like resoundingly popular as Michael Jordan is that he's not as handsome. But then I think to myself, maybe if he was handsome like Michael Jordan and Tom Brady, we'd actually hate him more because we hate Tom Brady mostly because he's pretty. I think LeBron James is handsome. He's like decent. Yeah. He's certainly he's. His power makes him attractive for sure. Like just like how his presence, cause he's giant and mm -hmm. like so confident and all that. He's not like pretty, he's not, I mean, Tom Brady would probably be famous even if he didn't play in the NFL. Maybe. You know, like he'd you know be an what actor really, You know what really, I'll tell you what really put me over the edge for Tom Brady. And I haven't told anyone this, but this is what really made me hate him when he went through his long hair phase. Mm. I don't know why I thought it was so stupid. And <laughs> I actually can't believe there's not more commentary on that. If you put pictures of Tom Brady year by year over the last 22 years, the difference in what he looks like is it's quite striking. And I yeah. can't believe we don't talk about it. more. You mean maybe he's had some things done? Well, I don't think it's what he has shot into him. I think oh. he, what he puts in his mouth. I think it's I think the Tom Brady's <laughs> on uh, an unbelievable uh, supplementation regimen. Yeah. And he's in. That's the other thing about these guys is when they get to the point where they're where they're still playing now later in their life, like they're so sober and like they're so just dad life, you know. Like Tom Brady's just living a mid forties guy life. He just having some. Um, he's not living a mid forties guy life. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. He posted though. on TikTok last week the worst <laughs> thing I've ever seen, which was a picture of a private plane when they're in Italy. And then he's like, well, they're not playing the Minions here, so we got to go catch it somewhere else or something like that. And I was like, really, Tom Brady? Huh. You got to post your, your kids can't wait a week because they're in <laughs> Italy? Aw, poor guys. Uh, sure. I, I guess what I'm getting at, though, is that like these guys have the, the money to take whatever supplementation that they possibly For want. For sure. And know? they probably sleep like in hyperbaric chambers. Like you're going to the chambers. health food store and you're like, ooh, which $40 fish oil am I going to buy today? He's like, what's the greatest fish oil on the earth? Okay, make it Inject for me. Inject it into it, my body. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I mean, good for him, I guess. It would be so interesting but to I, have that much money. Like, imagine if you had enough money to get, like, like all the things that all you women, all, all the things people, I shouldn't just say women, there's all sorts of things that people do all the time that right. cost so much money. Like, we were having a discussion last night at dinner. One of the gals was a... Uh, um, 
injector, nurse practitioner. Yeah, yeah. She's Botox a nur- nurse that does yeah, all yeah. of the facials and, yeah. you know, medical grade. And I was like asking about the cost of these things. And I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm sitting here looking at my girlfriend. I'm like, you pay that much for that all the time? What do you mean? Well, not all the time. It's every couple months. Well, okay. That's like thousands of dollars a year. Listen. That's amazing. You look- but then imagine if having enough money to do your facial, to do all the skincare things you ever want, right. to do all, to have a massage every week, to, you know, everything, every possible thing you could think of for self-care, to have a, a person that basically works for you to do it yeah. for you. That'd be crazy. When do you think Tom Brady's skincare uh, <laughs> is going to come out? That has to be coming. Oh, right? I'm sure. That would. Oh, Tom Brady vitamins? Ob- objectively from a business perspective, as much as I wouldn't necessarily be into it, that would be a huge business. If an athlete had a, if an athlete... A male athlete could convince a bunch of other men to right. do, do the exfoliation that he does. Yeah. I think that'd be Oh, I th- 100% think guys would be like, Tom Brady, this is Tom Brady's skincare line. It would be much better than A-Rod's makeup. No kidding. <laughs> does he really have makeup? He had a makeup line. Had. I don't know if he still does. <laughs> he's not in the news as much now that he's not with J-Lo, so I he's don't know what he's He's got a new gal. I know. He's, of course he does. He was kicking at the Timberwolves games. Good for him. She looked very nice. And young? <laughs> Not young. Oh, okay. Very age appropriate. Oh, good. I thought it was killer. Yeah, she good looked just like his age. That was right up his alley. Great. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. We've never done this on a Monday. No. We should tell our- You guys are so lucky. What a great Monday. I know. I know. How lucky are we, too? We're not sitting in a sales meeting throwing pencils oh, at each thank other. thank God. Or giving each other dirty looks. Or whatever we do. <laughs> I don't even know at this point. Rolling but our eyes. Maybe we should have the new sales meeting be, have all the people come in here and watch us do this on Mondays. They could learn a thing or two. This is the least grumpy I've been to start my week in years. Well, you're welcome. Okay. What else do you got besides Tom Brady exfoliation? Um, so Wimbledon. Do we know what LeBron James was eating in the snacks? I think by it looked the way? like walnuts. Hmm. It looked like a bag of nuts. <laughs> See, this is this is where the social media stuff's crazy. Because there will be some sort of Twitter thread. LeBron that'd be two, probably. LeBron James is eating these super walnuts. Buy my walnuts right. that I, you know, are like LeBron James. And then there'll be another one that'll be like, those walnuts are filled with all sorts of steroids. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, this is right. Twitter in a nutshell. Right. I wonder if anybody on Twitter actually saw that. I'm sure. It was all over Instagram. Isn't it's actually sort of rare that we, why haven't we ever seen athletes eating their own snack mix before? This seemed like a novelty. It seemed like that would be commonplace though. Like I if you're LeBron, re- you don't really want the popcorn with all the butter on it. No. God, talk about salt. Yeah. I don't know. But can you tell me about the Summer League? I asked oh, you yeah, about you this Friday me. and you didn't respond. The Summer League is sort of complicated. So it's only two weeks in Vegas. Okay. Maybe a little bit more than two weeks, but it's not a, not even a full month. All the NBA teams are there and they there's like eight games a day. But not everybody in the NBA, in fact, most guys in the NBA don't play in it. So... It's for all like the, so every NBA team has 12 active players and then three injured reserve guys. It's for like the 11th and 12th guy, the three injured reserve guys, and then the three other guys that are trying to take those spots and then all the rookies. Okay. It's really highly covered because it's fascinating because it's a bunch of guys like trying to find their way onto a team. Yeah. It's also the NBA debuts of the guys who were just drafted. Okay. So everybody's talking about it right now because like Chet Holmgren, who's the the seven foot kid from the, yeah. from uh, Gonzaga, who's like you know nineteen years old. Yeah, 
everybody's all eyes have been on Chet Holmgren because okay. he's so unusual. I mean, he has like an eight foot four wingspan, and he's I mean, he's seven feet tall. He's Wait, he's ha- only nineteen, so he's not going to finish school. Is that what you're telling oh, me? He, well, I mean, if it makes you feel any better, he just got like a forty million dollar contract. Okay. Uh, no, he's not finishing school. He was only in school for like a semester. All right, I'm just asking. Uh, These are things I need. He's to like know. seven feet tall, 190 pounds though. He needs some hamburgers. He's very, very, mm-hmm. very skinny, but he's so unusual looking to watch. Anyways, the summer league. Is very, uh, it's very popular for f- several reasons. So the first chance to see the rookies, it's like an extravaganza of basketball if you go to Vegas to watch because there's games, game after game after game after game. So it's like a very affordable way for fans to go. Yeah, you're not going to see LeBron James or Kyrie well, you, Irving. He was eating snacks in the right. Stands. So that's the other thing though. It, that, so there's multiple draws. One, first chance to see the rookies. Two, you can see a ton of games in a day. Three, you're in Vegas. Vegas in July sounds terrible to me, but a lot of hey, people you're like inside. It. It's right. not like it's, yeah. And four, all the NBA guys, all the stars go and watch. And so it's like an opportunity to see LeBron James eating his snack mix watching basketball, yeah. just like you, the fan, would be doing, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's also sort of a conven- uh, a convergence of writers from across the country. Why aren't you there? There's all sorts of funny... Well, I don't have an NBA beat. If we had an NBA team in Montana, I'd be there. Oh, okay. We, I, we don't even have... That's what's funny is, like, I can find a secondary connection to the NFL. Like, I'm going to go to the Seahawks-Falcons game in September mm-hmm. because Troy Anderson from Montana State is playing for the Falcons, and that'll be his, his first game on the West Coast. I can find connections like that. There's no NBA connections in Montana. Right. Like Nico Harrison is the general manager of the Dallas Mavericks. He played at Montana State. That's about as far as it goes. Sounds like a great connection to me. To finish your point, or to finish your the explanation to your point, uh, LeBron James is probably the biggest summer league fan of any NBA player. Okay. Probably my favorite story that's ever been told on this show was by Will Cherry, who's a former Montana Grizzly basketball player, who then played in the NBA for uh, probably four years. He now plays overseas. Will's not still not very old. He's probably 30. Still a professional basketball player, but he was in he was sort of like one of those fringe guys that was he was in the summer league for like four years in a row because he was always trying to make the bottom of the roster. Well, uh, his rookie year he got drafted by Toronto and then he got cut and then he got sent to Cleveland. And so he's on his way to Cleveland. But this is after the summer league. He had killed it with the Raptors in the summer league, got cut, but then he signed with the Cavs right before the regular season. So he's like, man, um, I just got signed with the Cavs. LeBron, this is before LeBron went to Miami. This is when LeBron was still the god. god. Okay. Like, no one, ha- no one hated LeBron James until he screwed the Cavs right. and went to the Heat, right? So LeBron had not gotten to Miami yet, so he was like the guy. So he's like, I'm going to play with LeBron. He's like, holy cow, I play with LeBron. So he's like, I, I show up. He's like, I decided I'm going to show up three hours early because I, I got to get there early. So he's shooting around, stretching. A couple other guys are there. And LeBron James walks in. And Will Terry's like, oh, man, it's LeBron. What am I going to do? And LeBron looks at him. He goes, that's MF Will Cherry. And uh, he looks at him. He goes, what's up, LeBron? How do you know who I am? He goes, bro, you balled in the summer league. I told them to sign you. Oh, my God. That's so cool. <laughs> that's so cool. Kid from Montana. Oh, he's from San Francisco, but playing in Montana. See, this is why I love LeBron. That's right. Yeah. What a good story for Will Cherry. That's and too cute. He told that story without the abbreviation of what LeBron right. said, though. He told it on live radio. It's the Oops. closest we ever told got to get in trouble. But they let it slide because it was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> that is so cute. I love that. Chicken doesn't know sports. ESPN Radio. Okay, sorry. We're uh, back to the Wimbledon. Oh, yeah. Wimbledon. Sorry. I was just confused on Summer League and needed to know. All right. So, um, 
Djokovic won. Novak Djokovic. Yes. So this is like 10 millionth Wimbledon. Fourth Wimbledon, I think. Mm. He will not be able to play in the U.S. This is like his 22nd Grand Slam or something Something like that. Something crazy. He he and Nadal are kind of like back and forth right now. Yeah. So he... um, so that's great. Great for him. He won't be able to play in the U.S. Open, you said? No, because Why? he's not vaccinated. Oh, moving target. Mm-hmm. So he can play in London. It depends on the country. So I was like, actually a little surprised by that, only just because London is such a global city. Yeah. That You know, your opinions on vaccines aside, like London has the most people coming in from all over the world of probably any one of only any cities in the, in the world, right? Probably. Probably London and like New York. Well, I think the people who run Wimbledon know the draw. Mm. I don't know. Okay. So anyway, he won't be playing in the U.S. Open as of now. But things can change. You never know. Sure. Um, So last week I had mentioned how much I'd love to go to Wimbledon. Yeah. And then I saw all these people wearing suits and ties on Saturday and Sunday Mm. and was like, oh, that doesn't look good. Isn't it brutally hot? So I looked up the dress code for spectators. Mm. Spectators can wear whatever they want. I mean... They have yeah. to look nice, but not like they can't wear gym shorts, but they could wear nice Bermuda shorts or something like that. Sure. If you're in the royal My box, brother says you're not supposed to wear shorts in public if you're a man. Ever? He says grown men do not wear shorts in public unless they're golfing. I disagree. I totally disagree too. <laughs> I mean, not short shorts, but But like I wore my white khakis yeah, today. Like no. that's cool, shorts right? Shorts are fine. Yeah. Okay. Brooks, get it together. I, I just get so hot. It's so funny because I have this, con- I have these like weird things like that. For instance, if I see a guy driving without a shirt on, mm. it grosses me out. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you just got down to the gym. I still don't like it. Ugh. Put a shirt on. Interesting. Get it together. Okay. So. Okay. So. You got to wear what? So in the Royal Box, you have to wear mm. a suit and tie mm-hmm. and like a woman has to wear a dress of some sort. So that wasn't that bad. But while I was looking this up, I found out something interesting that's going to really make you uncomfortable right now. So I can't wait to tell you. Okay, I can't wait. Um, I was looking up the dress code for spectators, and then there were some protesters Mm. about the, you know, at Wimbledon, you have to wear all white. Mm -hmm. So there's three women outside protesting because wearing all white can be very uncomfortable for women at certain parts of their month. Mm. And protesting, okay. So they were protesting wearing all <sighs> white on top and then red shorts on the bottom. Oh my gosh. And what a world we live in. It's funny because not to get personal, but that was never an issue. I mean, you just wear what you, you have to wear what you have to wear to play tennis and that was that. I just and can't believe that we figure out a way to complain about everything. I like the all whites. Just wear Tradition. the all whites. Who cares? You're going to be fine. It's all... If you got if stuff going on, it's, it's still fine. It's still fine. You'll be good. They did you say... you find a solution. So then I, they, one of the things they said was that women's tennis has a very high dropout rate by the time a girl hits puberty because sure. of this. Mm. But I did some Googling because I was like, I mean, I played tennis through high school and beyond and that's not not that's not stopped me. I'm not saying it hasn't stopped people. <laughs> okay. So then I learned that lots of women or girls drop out of sport right around puberty. Hmm. And I'm not sure if it's 
that's related to it. If, you know what I mean? Like I things there's change. Probably of, there's probably a lot of different factors here. Yeah. But I guess women have a higher, girls have a higher sports dropout rate than boys. I believe, I would believe that. Well, I think that going through puberty is advantageous to you in almost every sport if you're a man. Yes, because you get stronger and bigger, bigger and stronger yeah. and more explosive. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and uh, in certain women's sports, probably dis- disadvantageous. I mean, like gymnastics. Yeah, uh, gymnastics comes to mind. Um, what other sports? I mean, tennis. Uh, tennis being big and strong helps for sure. Well, you don't get really big and strong Just when figure you're... skating. Probably is detrimental to yeah, you if you're because you want to be little and. Well, there's also the science of anatomy, right? Like I used to work with this physical therapist in Bozeman and he did this comprehensive study, which was so interesting. He was talking about high school girls who play auxiliary sports and their propensity to tear their ACL because he determined that about one out of eight girls that play basketball or volleyball is going to tear their ACL. Oh, wow. So he wanted to determine why. Yeah. Well, as you go through puberty, your hips get wider. When your hips are wider than your base and your leg strength hasn't caught up and then you jump off of the ground, it's just prone to the way you're going to land to tear, right? And so his whole premise was, let's do preventative stuff. Rather than rehabbing girls that have ACL tears, let's make sure that... His whole thing was, you need to be able to do a one-legged squat on each leg before you're able to... He was a big volleyball guy. Mm -hmm. I think he was a club volleyball coach in Bozeman. That's how I got to know him. And he said, you need to be able to do a one-legged squat on each side before I'm going to let you go and try to jump and hit up on the net. Because if you can do a one-legged squat, that means you could probably land on one leg. Well, now I want to try a one-legged squat in my heels. Right. So uh, anyways, I think there's an element to that too, though. I think when uh, young ladies are maturing, they oftentimes are injury-prone, and then that probably derails it too. Like, I mean, I remember growing up, probably the two best girls from my middle school were the stars of the freshman team in high school and then both tore their ACLs and then they were just, they just didn't like it and they just were like, well, that's dumb. I'm going to not do this anymore. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things that happen with girls in puberty and, you know, not only is it your body, but it's your emotions and things like that. And um, it's a bummer to hear that though, because I just think sports were such a great part of my, you know, teen years that... I don't know. I don't know where, how different I would be without it. So there's probably like a, just a social element to it as well. Right. Yeah. Like you get into sports, you're getting around alpha gals. Yes. That's one of the things said, um, that competition, there's already a lot of competition between girls at that age and that feeling like, and this makes it obvious. Like uh this makes it like, I'm better than you. Like that's, but that's what sports is good for too. And if you have that drive, then you want to continue it. But um, interesting. Yeah. It was interesting just all based on that. So I, I will say, I don't know the situation at Wimbledon if they're going to change their dress code, but, um, you know, we'll see what happens. Anatomy and psychology here on the uh, Chicken Doesn't Know Sports, ESPN Radio, the first ever Monday edition. Short week this week. We're off Thursday and Friday. I'm going to stop talking about golf after this weekend because the tournament I've been gearing up for is this weekend. So I will, 
I'll almost undoubtedly go and uh, fail to reach my own personal expectations, and then we won't have to hear any more of my stupid golf stories. Thank How about God. That? <laughs> Just kidding. Her boss is all over me. She's like, you been telling golf stories all the time. You better have 100 new clients from all the time at the golf course. I love your Becky impression. I was like, I got a lot of leads. <laughs> well, 100 new clients. We were just talking about tennis whites. Yeah. And I want to remind you about Buff City Soaps oh, Laundry. This gal. She's going to be the sportscaster of the year before you know it. That's right. I, this weekend, um, used the new, I got a new thing of Buff City Soap Laundry detergent. And it, my laundry smells so good. I'm not even, I'm not trying to brag. Like when you see me and you're like, wow, that white shirt is so white and it smells amazing. Mm -hmm. I won't let it go to my head because it's all due to Buff City Soaps laundry detergent. So all natural. They make it smell how you want it to smell. They've got lots of different scents. They're right here up on uh, North Reserve and Northgate Plaza. Uh, they've got just the most, you, you walk into that place and it smells amazing. So stop in a Buff City Soap, get the stank out of your clothes and your summer stinky clothes and uh, check them out. So I got a good hustle going on. Oh boy. I got, uh, I got about 80% of my laundry getting done for me at this point. By your girlfriend? And uh, the, the, uh, the professional who cleans my home oh, they do a couple your laundry? times a month. She'll do some of the laundry. That's nice. Mm-hmm. She's so good at it, too. Gosh. <laughs> it's really? Like, oh, yeah. Well, this started because she's like, well, I changed the sheets. And I was like, oh, cool. I'll just change the sheets and put some socks on there, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she, so, she, you know, it's just like a, is this too suggestive of a present? If I was like, here's some laundry stuff from Buff City Soap. To, no, it's a great gift. Okay, great. They also, hey, they, here, do my laundry for me with this Buff City but Soap. But then I give her you. some, too. For herself. Double the order. Maybe give her a bath bomb, too. Mm, okay. Yeah. Do people take baths? I do. Do you have, like, a just a standard bathtub? Yeah, I have a really lame bathtub. See, that, I just, I, that ain't happening for me. No yeah. fit. That's not right. relaxing. I'm, it's like a yoga to get in there. No, I used to, we used to have a big tub with, like, this, the jets and all that stuff, but that ship has sailed, and our house does not have that. Mm. Interesting. Chicken does on sports. Carolyn here on a Monday. What's up? What else is going on? All right. I have one final hilarious story. Can't wait. Zach Wilson. This, this. (laughs) (sighs) I got to say a prayer real quick so we don't get canceled on this one. (laughs) This is unreal. This is is unbelievable. So this is. This pretty boy. What's going on, dude? Figure it out. He really, really upset his ex-girlfriend. Well, so let's set this up for people. Zach Wilson was drafted out of BYU uh, two years ago to the New York Jets. Zach Wilson is uh, objectively a beautiful looking man. He is he is pretty boy to the T. He's got the the spike in the front, the perfectly white teeth, the fake tan, blonde. I mean, he looks like the poster boy for like. What you think? California of, uh, Dream. It's, it's, he Zach looks Morris. exactly like what yeah. you think. He's like you could cast him as the quarterback on Varsity Blues. Yes, like that's 100%. what he looks like. On draft day, he was with I assume is what is now his ex girlfriend. Yep. Uh, his current girlfriend or his his former girlfriend. She herself is straight out of a magazine. Right. She looks like a model. She looks yeah. like she could be uh, walking down to Laguna Beach. That in itself, like the pictures of them on draft day was like a big part of the draft. People were like, well, look at Zach Wilson. He's obviously got you know, a lot of confidence. He's got a beautiful girlfriend, all that. Yeah. 
And then what you're about to tell us. So his ex so that girlfriend and Zach broke up and she started dating one of his friends. One of his best friends. One of his best friends. Right. He took to Twitter and called her a homie hopper. Yikes. So then she outed him. It's also worth remembering that these people are like 21 years old. Yes. Like these are not like uh, supposed to be mature. They're supposed to be mature adults kind of, but like these are college kids. They are college kids. But if you've been drafted into the NFL, sure. you I need mean, to have a PR person. Not have you t tweet that. Yes. Yes. And by the way, you should never tweet something about a girl being a homie hopper. Whether or not you're on the NFL or not. Yeah, just text you her, just bro. Keep take it, it like Twitter. a man and deal with it. Yeah. But don't worry, because she outed him <sighs> that he started dating his best, his mom's best his friend. His mother's best friend. You got it And right. not dated. I, we can't <laughs> even say the rest. So... People were going crazy. And oh, I, this is just blowing up Twitter. Yeah. Because there's like, oh, there's just the picture collages. Of, oh, and then just, the fact that he went to Brigham Young, the gosh. Cougars. I mean, there's just so much good stuff there. <laughs> so, you know, we'll see what happens. But a little. I want to know which one came first. Because maybe she's homie hopping because. He hooked up with his mom's best friend. She's like, you're hooking up with your mom's best friend, bro. Well, all I know is I'm keeping an eye on my best friends around my kids. Oh, I just. <laughs> Just kidding. Isn't that like an automatic not friends anymore? Yes. That is so gross. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, God, I mean, I don't even know what went down. I mean, I mean it's just gross. Own, but like, no, it's just inappropriate. It's very you know? inappropriate, yeah. right? Yeah. But it's great for Twitter. I mean, it's the cougar thing and the, yeah, there's lots of good jokes there. Gosh. Yeah. The One of the most bizarre parts about getting older is like, well, first of all, I think that people, but especially women, look so good for their age now. You're supposed to just say look so good. They just look you don't so good. say sure. for their age. I'm just giving you a no, tip. No, women look great all the way around. Yeah. Uh, women look exceptionally good all the way around this day and age. Uh, it is so funny, though, as you get older, because now I watch the draft, and so many of these guys that are getting drafted are 20. Yeah. And their moms are like closer to my age than their age. Right. They're all like your is it, age. Is it confusing for you? It, it's just so interesting because <laughs> like when you're when you're 13 and you're watching the draft, they're you don't, old, you they're don't old even ladies. notice their moms. Right, right. Because they're this old. But also those ladies in their mid-40s look nothing like these moms. No. Now. Things have changed. The other thing that's interesting there, and sometimes in the NBA too, because you can go to the NBA so young, like you can come right out of high school, like a year after high school, so you really are 19. Yeah. Like some of those moms that like had the kid when they were like 19 or 20, yeah, they're, they're, like, they're like literally my age. Yeah. <laughs> you look at them, you're like, wait, you have a son in the NBA. This is a mind trip. Yeah. I know. It's a wild uh, world. I, I imagine Zach Wilson's mom probably looks good. I bet her mom, maybe his, I maybe the, the mom looks that we're like worried Stifler's about. mom. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about that movie in so long. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, I thought uh, that was a hilarious story as I was searching stories the, the, last the, night. The irony of the fact that he's from like, one, the pro I mean, is BYU the most prominent religious school in the country? Probably. Is he Mormon? I think you have to be to go to BYU. Oh, well, do you? actually, that's know. not true. That's not true. There is a there's like a small number of the population that's not. Most of them athletes. Athletes, right? But well, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's just so funny that you'd like. I, it's a very rare <laughs> chance that you're. 
when you draft a guy out of BYU, you know he's not going to have some of the off the field stuff that you worry about. Because like like right. they kick people out for drinking caffeine. At oh, BYU. for sure. Like you go to you Starbucks. have to sign you have to sign like a code of ethics. So you don't have to worry about that part, right? You don't have to worry about yeah. partying. Well. <laughs> but but I, maybe you do have to worry about uh, teammates' moms. I don't know. I don't know, but man, that's disgusting. Well, you know, I hope that Zach Wilson can just outgrow this. It sounds like he needs to just cut ties with all these people. I mean, bro, you're the quarterback of the New York Jets. Just have some also, fun. Also, delete, Date around, you delete know? your Twitter. Just delete ASAP. all of it. Man. If I, was yeah. a, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know why these guys are ever trolling around on any of the either. electronic stuff. Like, right? you are a beautiful dude who plays quarterback for the New York Jets, man. Just walk down the street. Exactly. You get all the attention you ever exactly. wanted from everybody. Kids these days, <laughs> I tell you what. It's amazing. Chicken doesn't know sports, ESPN Radio. It's presented by Buff City Soap. I'm going to go get some uh, laundry soap and some bath bombs. You should do the same. You got anything else? That's all I got. What a great Monday segment from our great friend, Carolyn. We'll be back at it here on a Monday. Right after this, keep it right here. It's New Orleans Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultelaw.com. He's new on his now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. What's up, Montana? Welcome back. New on is now ESPN Radio, taking you all the way around the wide world of sports here in the Treasure State. Thanks so much for kicking it with us. Coulter Nuana is coming to you through the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport boasts the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. You can find them online at nwmsrocks.com. That's N. WMSRocks.com. Let's dive into a little prep extra. Presented by Farmers State Bank. Farmers State Bank, been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. Get to take a look at the various Gatorade athletes of the year from across prep sports in the state of Montana. We've mentioned, I believe, every single one of these, if not most of them. Individually, but wanted to just sort of give you a synopsis of all of the high school athletes that were the top performer, at least according to this award, which is a very prestigious one and, and a 
very non. I mean, sometimes there's controversy, I guess, in, t- in her, terms of who gets it or surprise, but it's usually pretty cut and dry. At the very least, if you're the Gatorade Player of the Year in your respective sport, you are outstanding in that sport for sure. So here's who garnered Gatorade Player of the Year honors from across the wide world of sports in the 11 athletic uh, competitions that it is awarded in. In football, Taco Dowler. He was a three-time All-State selection at wide receiver and uh, a defensive back. He was also one of the best kicker returners and punt returners in the state from Billings West. Led the Golden Bears to back-to-back state championship appearances. I was thinking about this the other night. Because Jacob Anderson, who's the uh, the next premier prospect from the state of Montana, who's committed to Oregon State, big offensive lineman from Billings West, who gave his commitment to Oregon State recently, he's just the next in a, a slew of college-level talent from this last couple years at Billings West. I was really impressed with Isaiah Klontz, the quarterback for West, who's going to Carroll in the Shrine game. Also, was really impressed with the defensive lineman from two years ago, who are both now at Montana State, Neil Daly and Paul Brott. Really thought the Dowler twins, Taco, who's the Montana Gatorade Player of the Year, and his or his uh, twin brother, Caden, were both really good. Riley Bergeson, who joined us during our senior spotlight, who's headed to Navy. Outstanding. So they've had a ton of great talent. I think that just even accentuates further how good Missoula Sentinel was, because Missoula Sentinel beat Billings West in the state championship game, then to open last season, and then to close last season in the state championship game again. So I, I think that uh, the, the legend of Sentinel accentuated by their most challenging opponent. The other Gatorade players of the year included Tennyson Hiller in volleyball from Great Falls CMR. She was the, uh, the best setter in the state, and she helped... Great Falls CMR to a 31-0 record. That's undefeated through 31 matches. 911 assists, 214 digs, 135 kills, 36 aces. She hit 584, which is unbelievable, with a hitting percentage of 528. 584 kill percentage, that is. Uh, Eastern AA Player of the Year and a four-time all-conference selection, including three times first-team All-State. The high school cross-country Gatorade runner of the year and the high school track and field for the girls' side went to the same young lady. It has been few and far between that that has ever happened. But Kenzie May of Missoula Hellgate was the Gatorade runner of the year in cross-country as well as in track and field. She is on her way to Syracuse. What an outstanding career she was able to put together. Former University of Montana Head coach Clint May, that's her father. He built a cross-country dynasty at Bozeman High School and was at UM for a couple years. And his position at UM as the cross-country and track and field director was what led Kenzie to run for Missoula Hellgate. She probably, I mean, let's say he stays in Bozeman. He, she's obviously going to run there at Bozeman High. Let's say he doesn't go across the country to coach in Virginia. Then, or she, let's say they, they don't come back from Virginia after Clint May went across the country. So cool that she was able to land at Hellgate and awesome that she was able to have the success that she did at Missoula Hellgate. So Kenzie May doubling up on the Gatorade Players of the Year. On the boys' side for cross-country, Tanner Clough, Missoula Sentinel, wins the award. He was headed to Minnesota. He announced on Instagram the other day he's actually headed to Idaho State. So that's a good get for uh, Idaho State. 
And Andrew just gave me a funny look because Andrew was living in Pocatello for a few years covering Idaho State Athletics. And uh, Idaho State has good track and field programs for sure. It's just not been that common for them to come into Montana to recruit. Uh, so be interesting to see how, how Tanner Klump does there. But uh, he's he's definitely a very talented young man. And uh, we wish him the best of luck no matter where he lands. The Gatorade Player of the Year in girls basketball, Maya Hansen, the youngest player ever to commit to the Lady Grizz. When she was, she's from Billings Central High School. She committed out of her freshman year. Then uh, she later decommitted, committed to Butler, did not sign with Butler. And then Mike Petrino, who was her primary recruiter at Montana, he landed at Boise State. And now Maya Hansen of Billings Central is going to Boise State. So that's a good get for the Broncos. And I think a lot of Lady Grizz fans will probably always wonder what could have been with Maya Hansen if she would have joined Montana. But head of the Mountain West instead. And uh, seems like a, a fun fit for her. Boys basketball Gatorade player of the year, Braden Cook. Not really sure why he's not getting the, at least a walk-on chance. And maybe he did. Maybe he did get walk-on offers from the two Montana schools. But I think he's going to be a great player in the Frontier Conference. He's staying home in Helena. He's from Helena Capital. He led the Bruins to the state championship this last year. He uh, is staying in, in the capital city to play for Carroll College. So I, th- I think he'll be a great a great uh, Frontier Conference player. In softball, the Gatorade Player of the Year went to Kennedy Venner of Billings Senior. Senior, a great story. They lost in the state championship game two years, two out of the last three seasons. And then the other one that was a part of those was canceled because of the pandemic. But then they came back and they got that championship. They got off the schneid, no more runner-up, and Kenzie Venner was a big part the Bronx went 23-3 and this year, including 16-1 and when Venner was in the circle. She had a 1.09 ERA. She struck out 262 batters and allowed just 66 hits in 112 innings pitched. For those keeping track, that's like well over two strikeouts per inning. That's an unbelievably dominant uh, clip. She also is going to Carroll uh, to pitch there for the Saints. In boys soccer, the Gatorade Player of the Year, Missoula Hellgates, Marcus Anderson. So several Gatorade Players of the Year from here in Missoula, all of them at Hellgate, so that's pretty cool. Besides Tanner Club at Sentinel, of course. But Marcus Anderson was the captain of the Hellgates uh, state championship team. He hit a goal to end the match in the state championship game at Fort Missoula to beat Kalispell Glacier. Unbelievable. What a story. Uh, what a walk-off and well-deserving Missoula Hellgates, Marcus Anderson, the Gatorade Player of the Year in boys' soccer. In girls' soccer, Olivia Collins of Bozeman Gallatin, the first Bozeman Gallatin athlete ever to win Gatorade Player of the Year. So cool for her and a sign of maybe success to come. Just the second year ever of existence for uh, Bozeman Gallatin High School. And uh, Olivia Collins, who scored 19 goals and had eight assists in leading the uh, Gallatin Raptors to the Class AA State Championship game, the first ever Gallatin Raptor to win Gatorade Player of the Year honors. In boys track and field, another Bozeman Gallatin athlete. This was the second one ever. These these happened months apart. Uh, Obviously, soccer back in uh, the fall, and then um, track and field just, just a few weeks ago. But Garrett Coley named the Gatorade Player of the Year, the Gatorade Runner, Athlete of the Year, boys track and field. State champion in the long jump and the high jump. And uh, also a great competitor in the hurdles as well. And then, of course, like I mentioned, Kenzie May 
in girls track and field from Missoula Hellgate. So there you go. That's your prep extra. That's presented by Farmers State Bank. Farmers State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. Nuance Now, ESPN Radio, what's going on the rest of the week? It's a short week. Again, summer, summer, summertime, but football's on the horizon. What's go- coming up? We'll let you know. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center, now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street, across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Well, hope you're having a fantastic start to your week. It's going to be a short week for us. I got a little golf tournament action, and then I promise I'll stop talking about golf here. Well, that's not true. I'll talk about golf that's not involving myself. (laughs) After this week, I've been driving pretty good about it, honestly. It's because I've been playing like such trash all year long. Most frustrating sport ever. If you dedicate your life to, if you dedicate this much time to anything else, you'd just be objectively good or at least better at it. And uh, that's why golf's so humbling. I'm hitting the ball better than I ever have. Fixed a lot of the fundamentals in my swing and things like that. And uh, having a hard time scoring. But, Got a couple birdies yesterday, so can't complain. Anyways, got a golf tournament later on this week, so we have a short week. Uh, no show Thursday or Friday, so we'll be packing it all in here the next couple days. Thanks for kicking with us all day long here on Nuanas Now. Missed anything in the show? Montana Football Hour, Big Sky Conference, wide-ranging discussion, an interview with Bronson Hendrickson, who's a future Montana Grizz, and a discussion about equivalency, what it means for the transfer market. We also heard from our good friend Carolyn, the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports, and rattled through the most recent Montana Gatorade Players of the Year from this last athletic and academic year. Told you all 11 winners uh, for the state of Montana. All that can be found on the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by the M Store, Sportsbet Montana, the Advocates, and the Montana State Bookstore. Please rate, review, subscribe, get that podcast in your life. Rest of the week, Rajim Seabrook will be rolling with us on Wednesday, so that'll be fun to have him in the studio. We're also going to hear from Matt Brown, who's from Extra Points, which is a uh, content production company. He's going to have a good pulse on the um, state of affairs in college football, the, the conference realignments. So that's coming up Wednesday. Tomorrow, we're going to talk more about the scheduling. The Cats have all the, their kickoff time set. The Big State Conference composite schedule is out for football and men's and women's basketball. So we'll give you highlights of all that stuff. We're also going to highlight the uh, Montana Mile, which is the kickoff of the Big Sky State Games, but a really fun event that involves a lot of, what do you know, Montanans. We'll also have our Treasure State Stars for the week uh, tomorrow. And we'll hear from Justin Angle, a business angle. This is a really, really good one, a very interesting one. So I hope you are able to tune in to that about 5 o'clock. And then our Senior Spotlight continues Callie Hartnett, she is headed to the University of Utah to run track and field. A standout from Helena High, the second Helena High female and the third Helena High athlete that we've had on the show already for the senior spotlight. Great group of kids at Helena High this year. So Callie Hartnett, she'll join us about 530 
as well. And then, of course, we're going to rehash or continue at least some of our conversations from uh, around the Big Sky Conference and around the FCS. Sam Herter, good friend of ours, Hero Sports, he's been uh, doing some scheduling predictions on Twitter. Bold, I must say, to just put them out there, you know. I like to do my with some, you know, well-written thoughts, put it on Skyline Sports, and then bring it to it. He's just posting wins and losses for a lot of the top teams in the country, and it's been fun to monitor that, so maybe we'll get into a little of that as well. We'll be back at it tomorrow, 4 p.m. In the meantime, have yourself a great Monday evening. This has been Nuana's Now, ESPN Radio. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold, or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.